7.32. The Korea Customs Service has released data showing the nation's exports dropped 14.6% on year in the first 20 days of this month, painting a grimmer picture for export growth this year. Uh, but is that all there is to the story? Let's cast a different view on this with Jade Lee. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. What did the agency, first of all, say was the reason for the fall? Well, it attributed the decline to a decrease in exports of semiconductors and petroleum products. Semiconductors, which account for some 20% of overall exports, dropped by almost 30% due to lower demand and a fall in memory chip prices. Experts point out that the ongoing trade war between the U.S. and China and a slowdown in the Chinese economy have dented demand for key South Korean exports items. As a result, the nation's shipments to China tumbled 22.5%. To tackle the situation, the Trade Ministry and the Korea International Trade Association met on Monday to discuss ways to support local exporters. The government said it will continuously work with the private sector to deal with uncertainties surrounding the exports market. Now, let's take a closer look. We start with the Mail Business newspaper. Mm -hmm. The Mail Business newspaper viewed the country's declining exports to China as the main reason for these small figures. Given the current pace, the country would end January with a losing streak for the second month in a row, which would be the first time since September and October in 2016. Considering that the Korean economy has heavily depended on exports amid weak domestic demand and investment, the latest figures indeed sound an alarm bell. China on Monday announced that its official economic growth came in at 6.6% last year. China's GDP growth has been on a steady decline since 2010, but what is more problematic is the fact that a prolonged trade spat with the U.S. will hurt the Chinese economy further. Exports make up nearly 50% of the South Korean economy, and China is its biggest export market, accounting for 27% of overall shipments. So such economic reliance on Beijing requires us to prepare against the protracted U.S.-China trade war and China's possible hard landing. We see the Hungary really calling for more diversity in trade. Mm-hmm. The Hangyare said the latest figures reveal a serious imbalance in the country's export structure, where it's concentrated in semiconductors and China. Such a lopsided export structure makes the local economy much more vulnerable to external factors and also makes it difficult for the government and people to understand the reality. Um, Challenges coming out of the imbalance are likely to continue as we're facing tougher competition with China and as our traditional automobile and shipbuilding industries that used to drive economic growth in the past are currently going through a hard time. A slowdown in advanced countries' economy and the global trade as well as dim outlook for the semiconductors market add to worries. We can't turn things around overnight, so we need to make continuous efforts to diversify exports items and destinations. The government should work with the private sector to explore emerging markets such as ASEAN countries and India and should come up with ways to boost the competitiveness of conventional manufacturing industries. Similar stance from the Sege Ilbo. 
the second boss view was not that different. It expected that China's trade war with the U.S. and a slowdown in its economic growth will greatly affect the South Korean economy. The paper briefly noted that amid growing concerns over weak exports, the Ministry for Trade has lately received a series of resignation letters. So three of four high-level officials in charge of trade negotiations have offered to resign. Um, The Minister of Trade, Industry and Energy, meanwhile, sat down with trade-related organizations and company representatives on Monday and decided to establish a government control tower to address export-related issues. This was the first time that Trade Minister chaired a meeting attended by related vice ministers to discuss export strategies. And it shows the government is taking the issue seriously with the sense of urgency. To prepare against worsening conditions, we need to improve economic fundamentals. So now is the time for the government to check up on its overall economic policies. We can finish with the financial news and uh, it focuses first on the government stance. Mm-hmm. Um, the financial news said that the government's move to hold a meeting with trade-related organizations and companies is belated but a step in the right direction. During Monday's meeting, Trade Minister Song Yun-mo promised that the government will work hard to preemptively respond to external factors such as a slowdown in the global economy and semiconductors market, as well as a fall in oil prices. The paper said it expects that the meeting doesn't end up being a one-off event, but serves as a control tower in the true sense. Along with short-term measures to revitalize the country's exports, we need to have strategic discussions to develop new export products and destinations. As to the question of where we can find new markets, the government's new southern policy that President Moon officially unveiled at the 2017 Korea-Indonesia Business Forum may present answers. The paper closed by saying that Southeast Asian countries like Indonesia, Vietnam and Thailand are countries with strategic importance that we should consider building a more robust trade relationship. Thank you very much, Jade. Good to have you with us. Thanks, Alex. And there we have Jade Lee's different view.